There you go. Finally. 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 We're back for another episode after some technical difficulties. We're back yet again. <laughs> and after waiting an hour, a solid hour, for Michelle to do her nails. Are you kidding me? Okay, I braided my hair and painted my nails in like 30 minutes. And then we had to wait for some other stuff. and I mean, I had to charge my phone a little bit so that we'd have enough energy. So we have enough energy? Uh, yeah, I have energy. I don't have energy. I lied. The this gym is... killed me. <laughs> I didn't defeat the gym. The gym always defeats me. <laughs> Let's be real. Don't you, did you ever wish that you could play an instrument? Uh, <laughs> oh my god. I signed up for band in like second grade. Like, I don't know why, but they let the kids just literally write it on like a piece of paper, like a sign up sheet. And like, it just like, write, you write down what instrument you want to play. And then I put like trumpet or something like really basic. And then I always got, like, slips, like, these slips to leave class to go to band, but I never did it. So, I was, like, I was in band, like, I signed up for band, but I never went to band. Oh, my God. I always wish I could have played, like, the piano or the guitar or, like, the drums or something cool. Piano would be cool. Piano would be so cool to learn. I think guitar would be... I feel like guitar is, like, that's, like, such a common one, though. I'd rather learn piano. I mean, I feel like... Remember, after analyzing our last podcast... We I... say like too much. Yes. This, this, yes. Because I'm the one that edits these podcasts. We have... Okay, ed- just throw it out there that you do all the work to put together these podcasts. It's fine, guys. I just do the talking and Anthony does all the work. Oh my god, he has to lift all the fingers. <laughs> No, but after editing for many hours, <laughs> I've come to re- the realization that we use, I feel like, and what was the other word you picked up? It's like, anyway, or honestly. I don't know, guys. Count how many times we say like, or anyway, or honestly, or I feel like in our podcasts. Yeah. Well, okay. So this is... This is our third podcast now. How do you think it's been going? I think it's I think it's good. I think it's a cool way for us to kind of talk about the things that are on trend and in culture because that's technically everything that we want to talk to talk about in these podcasts. I think it kind of relates. Obviously, we're still trying to grow, but I think it's pretty cool to <laughs> I think it's I think it's really cool to hear from people, whether it's people that we know or people that we don't really talk to or people that we're not really close to, that they give us the feedback and they are rooting for more episodes. And I think that's a really cool feeling because, you know, everyone starts somewhere and for us to have a small base like this and see our numbers rising every single week or every single day, I think it's super something. 
super, I think it's super something exciting. <laughs> yeah. First off, I want to say that was a great monologue, but I tallied, I tallied your I feel likes and likes, and that was like eight. Oh, so you were just testing me. No, no, but um, remember, I do the editing. I remember, I, so... I, I note this. I wonder who says that so... the most. I'm gonna, I'm so, gonna you're, this... so you're only here to point out my flaws. No, is, I'm is that what you're here, here for? I'm only here to make you better. Are you sure about that? Yes. I don't think so. At this point, I could just move on. Well, okay. Well, actually, going back to the whole, like, how we feel, how the podcasts are going. Because <laughs> I wanted to say some stuff. I think this is a great, like, great place to, like, have a close-knit community. You know what I mean? Like, you get, like, people that, that like, send you messages or whatever that say, like, they do root for us, which is pretty cool. And we get to say, we can, we set up these podcasts whatever we want. So it's not like we're listening to anyone about like what we should do for episodes or topics or anything like that. We literally just talk whatever we want. You know, we're a couple and we just feed off each other. So I think it's... Do, it's do been, we feed off each other? Yes, it's been very <laughs> organic. No, yeah, I think it's super cool. I just like how like there is a little bit of a... A, a podcast listener is different from any type of listener. You know what I mean? Like they they will listen for a straight 40 minutes you know we've been trying to make our podcast like 45 minutes ish like 45 minutes um so like for someone to listen to that like they have to care about what you're saying and it's just so more it's like more what's the word i want to look for it's 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 more more genuine it's more genuine and it's more organic with your listeners which is what i've like because, like, they literally have to do, like, they have to not only, like, find you interesting, but they have to find what you're talking about interesting as well, too. I mean, I'm not going to go all gung-ho and say people think we're interesting. I don't know if I'm if I'm on that high of a horse yet. But I think what's really cool is that the feedback that I've gotten from our listeners and from, like, my friends and people who have supported the idea of our podcast is that they always say it's cool because... It's almost as if I'm right there with you guys having the conversation or, you know, I'm drinking that glass of wine with you guys like while we're having that conversation and they can visualize and jump into the conversation with us because A, they know us or two, they feel like everything that we're talking about is something that they're thinking or something that they can relate to. And I think that's the whole point of why we wanted to start this podcast in the first place. So I think so like thus far... I think we're hitting, you know, hitting the bullseye and what we want this podcast to be. So I think it's really cool. And I think for us to be able to talk about these things and to feed off each other and to talk about, you know, anything and everything and have people relate to us on a certain level in any way is you know, essentially what our goal is entirely. So I think, you know, going into this third episode is it's a pretty awesome feeling. We we're just talking about how, you know, it seems so minuscule, but you know, we're about to hit a hundred listeners, which is so cool because, you know, who would think that a hundred people would take the time and granted if it's people listening to it multiple times or what have you, but I think it's so cool to have a hundred different people want to listen to what we're talking about because in essence, anyone could think that we're boring as hell or some yeah. people can just find us super fascinating so I think it's pretty cool that we're, A, about to hit that milestone because this podcast, we're now going into its third week. 
and I just think it's super awesome. Well, I'm excited. Just welcome back, guys, to our third episode of Two Halves. Episode tres for our Hispanic listeners. I don't even think you can consider yourself Hispanic. No, I'm Mexican. I I think you're a Mexican, not a Mexican. I'm a Mexican. You're half a Mexican. Well, I okay. Sorry to jump jump topics. I wanted to do this fun thing, and you thought it was a good idea. So there's a article on New York Times that says uh, the 36 questions that lead to love, and I just want to do a couple of them just to see how it how it goes essentially because this thing's kind of blown up a little bit um i've seen a lot of media on it so do you want to do it okay let's do random questions though let's don't go in order no 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 no, i'm not gonna go in order okay let's start with question 14 now let's start with question 11 oh i don't like 11 (laughs) but 11 is our anniversary date Uh, i know but okay so i I, i'll say it but i don't think you're gonna want to do it either okay what's the question Take four minutes and tell your partner your life story in as much detail as possible. Oh, that is way too long. Yeah, I know. We're trying to, we're, like I just said, we're, this is only a 45 minute podcast. Maybe we can do that like off stage, but not now. All right, go to question 14. Oh, good one. Okay. Is there something that you've dreamed of doing for a long time? Why haven't you done it? This is, I, I guarantee you, we have the exact same answer. Is it skydiving? No, <laughs> we've done that. Oh, that wait. Is it something we've been dreaming of that we haven't done or have now have done or whatever? It's um, it's insinuating something you haven't done because it says, "Is there something you've dreamed of doing for a long time, and why haven't you done it?" Um, probably travel. Yeah, now, mine, well, mine's that, like mine's the exact same answer. Oh, okay. I now. You kind of got me scared. I'm like, man, are we supposed to have the same answer or are we not going to have the same no. answer? Oh, I knew that would be your answer. Yeah, travel. Why haven't we done that? <sighs> Here's the thing that like gets me so just <sighs> about traveling because I-, I think I'm such a big advocate for like you're in control of your own life. You get to create your own choices. So you are kind of building your own pathway or essentially we are building our own pathways Isn't to that crazy? what we want. Oh, sorry, I don't want I want to interrupt you real quick. Isn't that crazy? We are in charge of exactly how our life should play out to an extent. Like we like we get to choose what we want to do again like to an extent, but like most people don't do what they want to do, but I we have control of that. And like, like, what's holding us back from traveling? It's like the norms of what society says. Like, you should have a job. You should, you know, things like that. But I cut you off. Sorry. Yeah. Now I I don't even remember what my train of thought is. So <laughs> I do want to add what me and Michelle have done recently, and I, I this is why I knew we were going to have traveling as both of the answers. Is we made it in our little. We have a look at a little book um, and we made like a top destinations in the United States and then like top destinations out of the States. Um, and we, we actually did that like a couple days ago. Yeah. And I think it's something that I feel like, uh, I feel like, you know, <laughs> yeah. everyone, everyone has 
a sense of wanderlust in them. And I think everyone should well turn that wanderlust into something that is tangible, that is real. And, you know, I could be entirely wrong. Some people might not have that wanderlust no, in them. No, no, no. I think... I think we do have wanderlust. I think that's actually like genetically in our DNA with like our, you know, ancestors from being like nomads moving from place to place. That's like rooted in our DNA. That doesn't go away over time. And that's like kind of what humanity is, right? Seeing things for your, your own eyes. You don't want to be like, you don't want to hear about it. You want to see it. You want to like, you want to live life. I think I want to count how many times you're going to interrupt me in this podcast. <laughs> well, I want to count how many times you say I feel like. <laughs> I think it's true, though. I think travel, wanderlust, wanting to explore, wanting to see those wonders of the world for yourself, to capture those moments, to physically be there, to eat the food, to meet the people, to feel the culture is something at least for us, I know I can speak on that we want and a lot of the people that we surround ourselves with want that as well. And I think that the reason why we enjoy creating all these things that we're doing right now is to somehow parallel with allowing us to create those opportunities to be able to travel. Because I think what's really cool is like we're working towards those those bucket list lists that we essentially created we're not waiting for people to come to us and be like hey come travel with us or hey like let me buy you a plane ticket essentially like yes um of course if someone would offer me a trip to like italy a hundred percent would take it i don't care if i have to quit work or you know work please don't please don't fire me but (laughs) you know If I had the opportunity, if someone gave me the opportunity, of course I would go in a heartbeat. But I think the most satisfying feeling is knowing that you worked hard enough to get there. And if you get to bring along the people that you want to bring along or you want to open up opportunity for the people that you love or that you support as well, I think that's super cool. That's a good answer. I knew we would have the same one. Okay, let's move on to the next question. Pick another number. Okay. Uh, four. What would you constitute a perfect day for you? A perfect day, personally for me or for yeah. us? No, as a no it, it just says for you. Hmm. You go first. A perfect day for me, like my dream day, would like be like a beach house, walking on the beach, hanging out at the beach, going to get like some breakfast. Pretty much probably eating all day. I love to eat. (laughs) So, like, breakfast would be some sort of, like, eggs and, like, eggs and bacon, barbecue for lunch, uh, vegan pizza for dinner. (laughs) But just having a good day at the beach and then also, like, going to go do something as well, like scuba diving, something something I have never done before. I think that would be a perfect day for me. That's like pretty spot on with what I would say. I think mine would be a little bit more story time tellable. But I think my perfect day would consist of waking up at a decent hour, going either making brunch or going to a really cool brunch spot because I think both options are really cool. I think being able to spend the day outdoors is really awesome. So whether 
I'm by the beach or I'm in mountains or somewhere that can really just keen in on that sense of exploration and wonder and really take me away from all the madness that we're constantly surrounded by and then being able to share that I think with you I think with you right I want to spend the day with you yeah to be able to spend the day with you and being able to explore and experience something new I think would be my perfect day and then of course ending it with you but I think that I think essentially a perfect day is having the opportunity to a explore something new and to learn something new and I think that's when you find yourself in a moment or in a realization of growth and being yeah. able to grow as a person. Alrighty, next question. Okay, let's do this last one. We'll do one more. I feel like there's so many questions. Um, let's do 17. Uh, okay. Um, this one might be tough. Okay. Um, what is your most treasured memory? Uh, that's hard. Yeah. You want to pick another number? Well, why don't you want to answer that one? That one's hard. I don't. Okay. Maybe let's just twist it a little bit. Why don't we do one of our favorite memories? It doesn't have to be our most treasured one, but it could be one of our favorite memories thus far. Okay. You go first. I went last. Okay. Um, I think a memory that always stands out to me that always bring, brings me such. I don't know, just such joy um, is when I asked my mom for a baby sister. For the longest time, I was the only the only child. And I was in, in kindergarten, and I came home from school one day. And I went to my mom and dad, and I was like, Mom, you know, and I have no idea how, like, children are made. I, like, go up to my mom, and I'm like, Mom, I really want a baby sister. Everyone at school has, a baby, like, a baby sister or a baby brother, and, like, I want to be an older sister. And ever since, like, then, like, now looking back on that, my mom was like, that's when, like, she knew I was going to be very, like, I would fulfill that older sister role. And I remember going to the doctor's appointment where you find out the sex of the baby. I remember telling my dad the entire time, like, she's going to be a girl. She's going to be a girl. Like, she's not going to be a boy. Like, I'm getting the little (laughs) sister that I want. And, you know, of course, like, my parents just wanted a healthy baby, and I think that's what everyone always wants, but I was like, no, it's going to be a healthy baby girl, and my dad really wanted a boy, Um, and I was like, no, dad, like, it's going to be a girl, 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 and, you know, they're doing the ultrasound, and we're in there, and I'm like, my anticipation was so unreal, like, and I think for anyone that knows me, like, anything that really excites me, like, you can just see it on my face, like, I'm exploding with excitement, and sitting in that doctor's office, and then while the doctor was doing the ultrasound, um, she turns to me, and she's like, guess what? And I was like, I remember just, like, standing up, and I was like, I'm going to be a big sister. And I was like, yes! And I was like, see, Dad? Like, I was just super excited, and I think that's, like, one memory that I think, like, till this day, like, of course, I've built a collection of memories, but that's one memory, I think, till this day like will always stand out for me so I think that's that was a really cool moment in my life was knowing that I was gonna get that baby sister you're gonna you're not gonna that's it well Jocelyn if you're listening to this you made it 
You're you're Michelle's favorite memory. First of all, you said her name. It doesn't matter. So now you're going to have to edit this out. No, it doesn't. And there was a long enough pause. So middle sister, if you're listening to this, just know you were a great pinnacle turning point in my life because I was so excited for you to enter this vast world. (laughs) (laughs) But can you think of a memory? I think my fondest memory would have to be going to Alaska. It was just probably the most, like, off-grid I've been. Meaning, like, I mean, Alaska's pretty modern, but then it also isn't. Like, like it's still, like, just trees surrounding you, waterfalls everywhere. Like, I remember having to stay on the bus because there was a grizzly bear right outside the bus, like, digging through the trash can. Um, and it's just, like, I remember stepping off the plane in Alaska and just smelling the fresh air. And it was so clean. Everything was just so green. Um, like, that has to be one of my, my, my fondest memories. That's cool. I like that one. Let's do one more. One more. One more. One more? Yeah. Okay. Last one. One more. Um, you said up to 36 questions? Yeah. 28. Uh, that one just doesn't relate to us. 21. It's- the the reason why it doesn't relate is because it's like, uh, it's like you just first met thing. Also, you know what you say like a lot. So if you want to call me out, I'm gonna call you out. So, anyway, number twenty one. Twenty one. What roles do love and affection play in your life? That's it. That's just a question. That's so generic, so general. <laughs> so yeah. Brown. Yeah. What roles do love and affection play in your life? I would say for me, love and affection plays a really big role because we all know I am the biggest hopeless romantic lover, diehard lover, anyone that like knows me personally. Um, I would say I try to evangelize enough love and as much love as I possibly can throughout the day, especially if it's to the people that I choose to, to surround myself with and that I want to surround myself with. And as far as affection, there are a lot of different ways to show affection. Um, it can kind of, we can kind of trickle into the five love languages, but that would take way too long. But I think in an everyday life, for me, my most common affection is probably word. And that's how I play love and affection into my everyday life, I would say, in a short version. Yeah, Michelle is definitely the biggest hopeless romantic. I have to deal with this all the time of, like, if we're watching a movie and we're, like, scrolling through Netflix and we're trying to pick a movie we have to watch, it's always, like, the romantic comedies, 10 things I hate about, or no, what what is it, that damn movie, your favorite? <laughs> Sorry, not, it's uh, How to Lose a, cu- a Guy in 10 Days. Yes, that is correct. And, you know, at this point... i sorry. I don't mean to belittle that movie. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Whatever. Girls, who doesn't love How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days? And if you don't make your man watch How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days and he can't watch that movie with you, you just move on. I watched it. You did. That's the only reason why I'm still with you, is you bear through the movie. This was a nice segment of... 36 questions that lead to love. I think we fell in love during that segment. Do you think 
we did. I honestly, I could say that we fell we out do. of love. We fell out of love. <laughs> I, I don't think we we fell in love. Thank you guys for listening to our very last podcast. It was a great <laughs> run. Three episodes, three three and done, and that's all. Yes. I think that whole segment, though, and answering questions and being able to challenge each other to those questions is pretty interesting because, A, it's nice to see what we think we would have answered and, two, how we answered because I'm sure we were both assuming our answers for each other. But I think what's kind of cool, too, is that all the answers kind of led to how we feel now or like how we feel as people now or the moments that we have created in a way. Yes. And then that segment could, Oh, sorry, not could, but this, that last segment is a good transition into recently the song you've been listening to all the time. I mean, I don't want to give all the credit to my good old gal, Ari, but I'd like to say that, you know, thank you, next, was on my radar a little bit before hers. And granted, I think it's on a lot of people's radars these days. And what I was going to mention to you earlier is that nowadays, and of course, like, don't get me wrong, things aren't perfect, things don't end perfectly, but... I feel like, there it goes again, I feel like a lot of people are accepting their failures a lot better these days. Okay, I, okay, I I know where you're going with this, but I have a total, okay, I'm gonna let you finish, but I have a total rebuttal of what you're gonna say. Okay, no, it's fine. I definitely think that there can be a rebuttal, but I think for me personally, this whole transition or this whole kind of I don't even know what to call it, but being able to... I think what Ariana Grande did was amazing. Absolutely amazing. I don't know if that's just from a girl perspective or just... What are you talking about what she did? Let me finish. Okay, okay. Because you're being very general right now. I think what she did with creating this song and putting it out there... Thank you, Next, right? Yes, thank you, Next, for so many people to hear in the entire world. It was like number one streaming song... Da, da, da. Like, I can't even go on about that. But I think that how she was able to express herself as an artist and be able to really pinpoint those people that she had in her life and what she was able to learn and how she was able to realize that, you know, it's not about those guys or it's not about that relationship or it's not about that failed relationship. It was about, it's now about who she is as a person. And I think it was really great for her to do. But I think in general, I think you know, anyone could take a piece from Thank You Next. I think it's always about these life lessons and different friendships or different relationships that you might have had or that might have failed or that didn't work out or situations, you know, that didn't go expected. But at the end of the day, it's it's going to be what's best for you, whether, you know, that person hurt you, that person failed you, that person cheated you, that person, you know, broke you or that situation broke you or whatever that thing is that essentially broke you or tore you down or really just broke who you are at the end of the day it's it's all about you and I think that's something that I recent like more so recently have really come to terms with and I think that's why I like love this song so much and can relate to it so well 
Yeah, I've been saying along with everyone else. Yeah, I've been saying thank you next all over the place. Like just like those words, you know, or her lyrics in that song. The one thing I want, yeah. I want to rebuttal with that is like people may like give her praise for like sorry, I want to say I want to stop saying for like um people might give her praise for leaving a relationship that maybe wasn't best for her. Because that whole Pete Davidson and Ariana Grande, it, I mean, it was moving so fast. Like, didn't they get engaged within the first month of their relationship? Here's the thing, though. And I think... No, okay, here's here's what okay, I, let I was... Okay, let me, let me deep dive into this for a quick second. I think, you know, I can't say what, what it feels like to be famous or what... Uh, you know or being in that limelight or you know yes you are in charge of what you put out there in the world you are in charge of what you post on the internet you are in charge of what you know you choose what you put out there in the world and of course she is in a huge limelight and a huge spotlight and of course yes she puts herself out there but you know there's a fine line between some type of privacy I'm sure like and I for sure cannot relate to that I can't say I know anything about that at all so yes I I can guarantee there's a lot of speculation about her relationships and she moves on too quick or, you know, she got engaged real quick and then she's not engaged anymore and blah, 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 blah. But just like everything else in life, no one ever knows the real story. No, no one does. Yeah, no one can. But what I was trying to get to uh, was essentially like, I think, I don't know if this is true because I'm not like a, a female, but um and you can tell me if this is maybe some of it is she is praised for leaving a relationship that wasn't right for her. Cause I think like in years past people would stay in a relationship relationship for like fear of like not having someone or, you know what I mean? Like, is that some of the praise she gets or as a no, female? They I relate don't, to? No, I don't. This song is no. No, I think this is. I'm not talking about the song. I'm not talking. <laughs> no, I'm not talking about the song. I'm talking about her. She's getting like some of it might be because of the whole Mal- Malcolm uh, or sorry um, Mac Miller stuff too. But like I've seen online her getting praised for like leaving that relationship for like breaking the engagement off. Sure, and that could, you know, who knows? We don't know. I, I can't say like, oh yeah, good for her that she broke off that relationship. I can probably infer on a situation that maybe I was once in, but I, I, I can't say that, you know, props to her for leaving that engagement. I don't know. I didn't live their everyday life. I didn't know their relationship. This kind of ties back into, do you remember that like time period where everyone posted those like we broke up videos and it was like, oh my God, I thought their life was so perfect. And I thought they were going to get married and they went on all these trips and they were so in love and they celebrated their two year anniversary, their four year anniversary, their seven anniversary. I feel like, no one ever really knows what goes on in a relationship. Well, the hardest part about a relationship is when people grow, you know, and it's so true that you can grow apart from each other. Oh, a thousand and fifteen hundred thousand to the tenth, <laughs> like, power percent. Yes. The hardest part about a relationship is growing because you either grow together, or you grow apart. And I think that's something that when you get older, you learn very fast and very quick. Okay, so that's that's like what I'm getting to is like I've seen praise for her breaking off that engagement because there's other people in marriages that have been married for 25, 15, 10 years, but the only thing they have in common 
in with their other spouse is like either children and work and that's it and like they don't a lot of people in that in like that situation they can't like they can't just break off a 25 year or year relationship like like that you know what i mean like so they'll go to like therapy and all this like they try to make it work whereas she knew it wasn't right so she broke it off but i think that's where a lot of norms and society is changing nowadays yeah that's what i'm saying is that why is she she's kind of getting praised for not only that has to be involved in the thinking next thing and also like her real life yeah i okay we could for the sake of going back and forth endlessly yes yeah she's getting praised for that i think honestly if we want to relate this in any type of way though i feel if there's any type of relationship that at least from a girl's perspective if there's a relationship that's creating any toxicity anything that's holding you back anything that's not leading you to where you want to be as an individual it's a relationship that's literally weighing you down it's barricading you and it's it's just not healthy and i think for a lot of girls and again this is very much so a girl perspective for a lot of girls it's really hard to break off that relationship because there could be so many factors to it it can be longevity it could be because you don't want to be lonely it could be because you know you are scared or you you know for physical reasons you know he could be abusing you like i don't know it could be because you're tied down to him or I don't know. It could be a multitude of things. Every, like we keep saying, every relationship is going to be different. But I think when people have the courage to leave relationships, it takes a lot. And I feel if two people aren't meant to be together, there, there is a way to go about it. And I don't think that there needs to be necessary means to go crazy or to do stupid things or to, you know, hurt the other person. Oh man, I can't even imagine being in Pete Davidson's shoes right now. Like their relationship was so open, and then to just have like a song like a week later drop that says "Thank You Next." Ah, uh, yeah, I like imagine how he feels. There's no one on his side right now. You know that, right? I mean, I'm not saying it was an ugly breakup, like in no means, but like obviously people pick a side, and there's no way he's gonna get the winning boot when he's just a comedian. To be honest, like. Who doesn't love a comedian? And he's pretty funny. I, th- I think the message, the message that she is trying to send is great. I think I know. how yes, and the in the time frame that she might have done it, done it probably not. But then again, what if you know we we were just talking about this? Okay, we were just talking about this. My last blog post, MichelleMcSeeda dot com. Go check out my latest blog post. It's about my best friend Becky. Again, MichelleMcSeeda dot com. Plug, 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 plug. But prior to that, my last blog post, and I think we all know this, was essentially, in essence, a thank you next letter. And whether you do it in a minuscule way or in a grand way that Ariana, Gran- Ariana Grande did it, it, it's just a message, however you want to do it. So could you say that what my blog post was, like, was it in a way humiliating to anyone? I don't think so. You know, if I did had done it a week after a breakup yeah there's that's like i don't know like every every relationship every person is going to be different so i don't think she should be belittled in any way because everyone copes in their own way no one's belittling her i know i'm just saying though like if she what i'm saying is people are probably like i can't imagine like the hate and like 
the trolls that are coming to Pete Davidson's way. Because in a breakup, there's always not a winner or a loser, but there's always someone that takes one side. Yeah, I agree. Imagine being in his shoes right now for having her get being praised and like, and not only that, but they also had to go through the whole Mac Miller thing, which, you know, was probably rough on the, the whole relationship. It's just a very interesting dynamic. It was a very interesting time period. A very interesting story that essentially no one knows anything the hell about. It's all speculation. It's all picking a side. It's all based on... Nothing's... Here's the fact so we know. The relationship is over. I wonder if she gave the ring back. She has to have, right? Didn't he live with her or something weird like that? I think he joked on SNL about like trying to have find him. I feel like you... Quote, like knew more about anything i honestly didn't no, even know who pete davidson was no like, i know who pete davidson was before the relationship just because of, of like his comedy yeah i don't know i think my honest opinion about that whole thing is that it's all speculation i feel like anything is always anything and everything is always speculation and unless you directly know that person or you can go to that person because and we we all very well know this if you know, you're going to hear this story and then you're going to hear a different version from this person and then you're going to hear this person's opinion and then Sally's opinion and then Bob's opinion and Dylan's opinion and then, you know, Patricia back here is saying what how she feels. It's it's just an overwhelming pot of who's saying what and who feels what and blah, 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 blah. But it's how you interpret things and it's how you can take it into your life. I think Thank You Next is awesome. <laughs> You and the whole world. <laughs> Me and the whole gallivanting world. I'm doing some research right now. Boop, boop, boop. And that song has passed 40 million streams on Spotify within four days. I probably played 10 million of those. <laughs> Personally, for me, individually, I think it's a cool message. I and I don't mean it in a way where she's calling Pete Davidson out or she's No, I'm not saying calling I'm not I'm not saying you're saying that. This is what I'm saying. That's the whole point of this podcast is this is what I'm saying. You have a different opinion and I'm just saying I think it's awesome what she did. I don't think she's calling anyone out. I don't think she's, you know, being ruthless towards anyone. I think she was able to use her strengths, which is artistically singing. And being able to put that into words for people to relate to. And for people, I think I think the biggest thing that people need to take away from this, granted, there's a lot of pieces to the situation, to the story that are very huge factors to the story. But I think at the bottom core of it, I think it's super awesome what she did because she was able to turn her past relationships or her past situations and realize that it might not be about the fame. It might not be about, you know, posting this song who knows maybe she like goes on a hiatus uh, on a hiatus and she doesn't post or release songs for you know a couple months because she's going to focus on herself or she's going to do the things that she truly needs to work on who knows like who the fuck knows like who cares because i think that's the message that everyone should be really getting at and grading at yes it's gr- it's it's a great song don't get me wrong i control on it all day I could say Pete Davidson's getting the shit end of the stick. I could say Big Sean, whatever. You know what I mean? Rest in peace, Mac Miller. But, like, you know, I could... 
every girl is trolling to that song for sure is saying fuck you to this past ex thank you to that guy for letting me go you know what do i tell you every time i parallel park or back into a spot okay what do i tell you uh what do you say thank you to all the boys before yeah and you know and it's not in a way to rub in your face like that's what this guy taught me or that's that you know story i'm taking on but it essentially is like i learned something or i took that with me and it's not to throw it in anyone's face or to be like hey like you didn't teach me this you know but it's how you are as a person how you take those those positive notes in your own storyline and continue to grow i think that's what i love about the song and that's how i relate to it okay on the other side i just want to say Yes, I, I agree with the message. I agree with all that. I like 100% agree. Um, the one thing I want to like point out is the fact that she did break off something that was supposed to be a lifetime. Like she said yes to a lifetime. I'm not saying you can't break that off. You can totally break it off. But imagine being in the shoes of that guy and then using that as a platform to release a song that makes her millions and not only that, I'm doing research. She's coming out with a new album now, too, that she's also promoting as well. Imagine using that breakup as a platform for that, which she totally is. I'm, do, I'm, I'm like, looking online right now, and she's like, oh, we're still finishing things up. And, like, that's, like, that's, that's the ugly side of that, this song, I'm saying, is there's this side of the album where she is trying to use it as a platform of her, like, breakup with an engagement. But I feel yes, I can it's go a, in so many different ways though because good every message. every artist every artist writes songs about their personal experiences whether they're sad songs breakup a songs week later babe. who cares you know what I mean like who cares you know someone for all we can care Pete Davidson can go write a new comedy skit and throw so much shade at Ariana Grande does he want to do that like maybe not and maybe that defines the character of him you know what I mean maybe he's an awesome guy and he can hold it together like that maybe does that mean Ariana Grande is a bad person because she wants to blast that a week later I don't know I I don't know I don't know her personally and could I say yes like she's you know that's kind of fucked up that she did that exactly a week after she broke off a lifetime deal basically yeah I could say that if you know let's put this into little people little people small world if we were to get engaged you know tomorrow very fast engagement we've only been together for how many months now okay and then a week later I'm like you know what no thank you next you know and then a week after that I write some blog posts and I'm like da 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 blast it to everyone blast it on Instagram hey guys go check out my next blog my next blog post you know, yeah, you know post how- a picture, I don't know, something, or deletes all the pictures, or da-da-da-da-da, like, how would you feel? Probably awful. Yeah, I would feel, I would be so pissed off. That's what I'm saying, like, imagine him, like, of all the stuff he had to go through, of the whole Mac Miller thing, and belittling that relationship. Everyone was like, oh, like, that relationship is trash, and everything like that, and then to have it get broken off, like, a month later... And then a week later, she releases a whole song saying "Thank you, next." Like even though like like she thanks all the guys before her, uh, or you know before like she realized like she's supposed to love herself. But it's still like oh, I can't even imagine like 
but she's using it as a platform. She like she is like it, there's no if ands or buts. She's using it as a platform. There's no way she is releasing an album within this timely manner and is also coming out that same song. I mean, that's like that's like it, that's like Pete Davidson would be like releasing a whole like imagine Pete Davis Davidson releasing a YouTube video of some sort of skit that's like four minutes. And then at the end of that four minutes, he's like, Oh guys, I'm going on a world tour called thank you next. Like I have a whole hour already set up. Cool. That's what I mean though. But he didn't do that. Like imagine like if he were to, no, imagine, imagine if he were to have done that, like he would have been blasted from like a whole social media. Like how, how could you have a whole hour of comedy like ready to go? And how could you make this like a jokey matter where that's his way to vent. And then, like, her way, obviously, is to make a song and then release a whole album. Who knows? I don't know. The whole thing is very twisted. Don't get me wrong. How would you How would you feel if you were with some superstar, some famous-ass superstar, their ex-boyfriend dies from such a traumatic way, and you're engaged, and then one minute you're not? Like, th- that. this is my point of view of not knowing the entire story yes you can do research yes you can look into it all you want you can read all the best sites and see who posted this or see who did that no i only went on her her social media i know but i'm just saying no no you don't live their everyday life just like i don't you know we don't live that person's everyday life i'm not person's everyday life yeah i know i i think you think i'm arguing against the whole breakup i'm not at all I'm arguing the way she's platforming. Like, why couldn't she have been like hiatus for a couple months or a couple weeks? Like, this is that's this is what I'm saying. I was like, imagine, and I already said it, but imagine if Pete Davidson like went on social media and just blasted this whole hour world tour thing that's called "Thank You Next." He, yeah, I he get that. would be shitted on. I get that, but everyone copes differently. No, I know. If she needs to cope like that, who cares? I know. That's I'm her d- way of coping. <laughs> I'm not saying it's like a coping, like, I'm saying, like, imagine, like, not even imagine anymore, but, like, what does that say about, like, society as a whole, like, as a whole, like, she releases the album, and this, obviously, this isn't fair, because, like, Pete Davidson didn't actually release some sort of world tour, so we can't ever, like, see if the whole world would, like, shit on that, but I'm guessing they would have. At the end of the day, in all reality, someone gets the shit end of the stick. Someone does. That's the reality of it. Everyone has their own way of coping. Everyone has their own way of doing things. At the end of the day, it's not always going to please everyone. It might please everyone, and it might not. But at the end of the day, someone's always going to get the shit end of the stick, whether they think so or not. And I want to clear things up. Um, I was a huge Mac Miller fan, so rest in peace, Mac Miller. And I, I did love them together, Mac Miller and Ariana Grande. So I'm not like an Ariana Grande hater. I think it, it's just it's a very interesting situation. So many factors going into it. So many. I know, but I'm not focusing on the situation or the factors. I'm, I'm, this is like facts of like how she platformed this. Like, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can't like disagree on like how she platformed, like she used this as, as a strategy and a tool to promote. Mm. There's no like ifs, ands, or buts. Like she could have released that single months later, but no, she released it before her album's coming out. I couldn't say I agree with you because everyone has their own different way of dealing with things and doing things 
So I can't. Well, she could have. She, okay, what's the difference of releasing a song? She could have made this song and put on. Like, what's the difference of like releasing that song? Like, how is that helping her cope releasing that song? She could have made the song. We're and not. Kept it back. We're not. We're not her. I know. I'm just okay. Then is she liking the the I, support? I, I don't know. For... Maybe maybe that's how she copes. Maybe that's how she. Isn't that a little self centered? Maybe she's self-centered. Maybe she's some evil Knievel bitch. Maybe we that's someone we don't want to support. Who the fuck knows? I think that's the whole point. Like The point of what? <laughs> the whole point is everyone copes in their own way. Everyone moves on differently. Everyone thinks their past situations differently. There's different ways to go about things. And, you know, there's, you know, for us, and I think for you, you're very, like, straight-minded on this, like, she should have waited or she should have done this. Like, who really knows? No, I, I'm not, like, I'm not going into the, like, what do we not, like, we don't know anything, but we do know things. You know what I mean? Like, we know that she has an album coming out and we know that she released this song a week before, or a week after, like, that relationship broke up. We know what the song is about. Like, we know, we do know, like, x y and z we may not know a b and c but we do know x y and z okay so then you know let's let's you want to play that game (laughs) let's make this let's make this real life we all we all know or you know from what i know your past relationship was a b c and people knew x y and z but what did people really know what did people really decipher out of that everyone always knew x y and z no one knew a b and c so no one could really say they knew the situation or why this person did this or why you did that or why she did that or how this person included into the situation or how this person felt or da 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 like i can't even say i know a b or c or even x y or z so i can't sit here and be like oh she should have done this or you should have done that or i can't believe this or blah da 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 like every situation is going to be totally different and of course there's a Ariana Grande's is escalated to a whole nother playing field because, yes, she's in that spotlight. Imagine if you were some famous podcaster right now and you made it and all of a sudden you went through that breakup at that same time, you know? And then I'm I would sure... re- I release a podcast the next day and you saying, release a thank podcast. you, next. Exactly. And I'm sure, you know, you'd A, you'd probably have whether supporters or haters and then, you know, your ex would have supporters or haters and then you know who knows maybe she would have fed off that energy of like okay oh man people should feel bad for me because now he's using this breakup as blah 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 blah. but then in the end is anyone really going to know why you guys broke up probably not because they only know x y and z no one knows a b and c that's my point that's all i'm trying to get at i'm not saying she i'm not saying she did wrong by posting it a week later i'm not saying anything either i'm just trying to lay out the facts but no one knows the facts that's the thing you cannot you cannot debate that the relationship ended like a week and a half ago you cannot debate or fight that she released a song a week later and then you cannot debate that she's also promoting a new album yes you know x y or z but you don't know this those in-betweens that's what i already said (laughs) but that's my whole point that's my point too but like you're (laughs) Are we agreeing to disagree? Yes. It's like we're working again together. <laughs> oh, man, guys. When we used to work together, those were some of my worst days. <laughs> <laughs> I, remember, I remember, like, 
leaving work and I would call my best friend and be like man I don't think I could date him I was like we can't even work together I was like I think I need it like don't like there was times when I was like man I we like I need to talk to him like we need to have a serious conversation the funniest part is like after like we would argue at work about like actual work and that's and it. we would be mad we would yeah, be we would mad. Get mad like we other. wouldn't even talk to each other but then, then right be like <laughs> right off like when we see each other I, like yeah. i'll be all smiley and like hey babe yeah i was like hey like are you ready for dinner and it was just like back to... like it never happened yeah it never happened it was so funny working together because, like, yeah, it was so weird because, like, we would be at each other's throats. Oh, man. And then right after, work, like, we get off of work, we are totally fine. Man, that, I think that kind of leads off into a good next podcast. That should be in the next podcast. <laughs> what What do you guys feel about working with your significant other or what do you think about dating in the workplace? Because I think that's something that a lot of people struggle with or a lot of people go through, especially at our age. Because you really only meet people at school or at work, I feel like. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know, guys. I think that was a, that was long. That was a long ass podcast. Yeah. And essentially, we agreed. <laughs> that, was to a, that was a that was a very different podcast than uh, that than what we put out before. <laughs> we were we were almost it was almost feeling like work again, or like where we'd be at each almost. other's throat. Yeah. But, um, you know, thanks to Ariana Grande for uplifting us girls, boys, men, women, people to, you know, thanking our past relationships and rising above in a certain aspect, let's just say. But, you know, I love the song. I support it. Alrighty, guys, this was another Two Halves podcast. Make sure you do subscribe to this podcast. Give it a like, a rating. We are found on all podcast platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Anchor, any of your favorite podcast apps. Alrighty, guys, we will talk to y'all later.